All right, guys. Welcome to the Hype It Up Show, the podcast where we explore the creative world of entrepreneurship, YouTubers, and all things hyperly. I'm your host, John from What a Funk, and I'm excited to show you guys stories and insights from some of the most talented and innovative minds in the industry. Whether you're an aspiring creator, a seasoned entrepreneur, or simply looking to stay up to date with the latest trends of what's hype, this podcast for you. So let's get hyped up. Today, I have the Trippy Twins, 1212 Slim, and Twin Trilla, known for trendsetting in music and fashion, Owners of the 222 Much Swag store, some say the coolest store in the world. I want to welcome you guys aboard. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, so first off, let's start off. Who are you guys and what do you do for the people who are out there who don't know who you are? Hey, I go by 1212 Slim. Yeah, Twin Trello. And we, we the Trippy, Trippy Twins. Twins. Straight out of Peekskill, New York. Yeah, I mean, we do a little bit of everything. Uh, mainly uh, music. Fashion. Uh, we've been doing too, too, too much swag for almost two years now with this store, with the physical store. Uh, we've been doing like three years before that, just online. Um. So when did you guys first start getting into music and fashion? Uh, the music started uh, like seriously, like recording stuff, probably like two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. So we've been doing music for a while. Um, the fashion didn't come until a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So, it, what really inspired you guys to start doing music in the first place? Well, um, we got we probably had two separate answers. Yeah, I, we both. Um, I feel like we were just around it a lot. Like one of my best friends put me on. Like he was he was rapping at like a young age, so it was like got me into it. Him and his older brother and stuff like shout that. Shout out to Burns. Yeah, shout out to Burns. That's um, cool. But yeah, we both we we started off like separately within our own groups of friends, and then ended up. All of us coming together. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and what about you? Uh, I would say, like, probably, probably both of us, we were both, like, heavy influenced, too, by, like, battle rap. Or, like, Smack DVDs, mm. like, the battles on there. Like, I know that's what made me start wanting to rap. Like, I, I, my first rap that I wrote was a battle rap. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. That's Were you battle rapping, too, or, yeah, or into yeah, that, too? I, yeah, starting off, I did a couple of battles and stuff like that. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's really dope. So, like, what made you guys want to actually start doing it, though? Um, I feel like it was always just an outlet. Like, uh, I know me personally, like, I'm more like a quiet, laid back, like, reserved person. So, like, the music was just a way for me, like, to speak and say, like, the stuff that's on my mind without mm -hmm. actually having to talk to anybody. Yeah, it was always just, like, a creative outlet for us. And I, I think we always just did it for us. We never did it, like, you know, for, for any external purposes. Mm -hmm. So... All right, so you guys are doing music. So, like, what guys you got into the fashion game after you know being into music? We always been in the fashion. I was like, the music was just like a way. Like a lot of our music, if you listen to it, it's like we're talking about what we're wearing a lot. It's just a way to like, um, like the the fashion was there. I feel like first, like since we were little kids, like even like we got pictures like when we was kids, like the way our parents used to dress us and the clothes we used to pick out when we were younger, and it's like. It's shit that we wish we could find right now, like with the vintage store. So it's like mm. that's kind of how the vintage store started too. Like just going back, um, trying to rebuy the stuff yeah. that we had when we were kids. Yeah. Mm. So that's interesting. So do you remember a time where you started dressing yourselves? I remember. Like, I remember like early on, like even just like my mom letting me pick out what I'm wearing for school, and I'm picking out the most colorful things that don't match yeah. and it's like i still dress like that like i feel like a big part of that play like us being twins and it's like uh 
as babies and like growing up as little kids, like twins always get dressed together like the same. And we never liked that. We always wanted to dress different. Yeah. Oh, like, really? We never wanted to be in the same outfits. We always wanted different outfits. Like, so I feel like that led us to like pick our own stuff out. Like, oh, no, I don't want us to dress alike. I want to dress different. Mm, yeah. So th- you guys kind of got your own individual tastes when it comes to for fashion? Sure. Yeah, we got our own styles for sure. He's like more like a brighter color. I'm like more like, like uh, not as bright, like more classic stuff like that. That's really dope. Uh, so I w- that that was actually my next question. I was gonna say like how like how is it the same though? Like you guys already said how it was different, but how is your how is your style the same though? Do you think into like what you're into? Um, uh, we're definitely. In, I think we're we're into the same things, but it's just like like even just like it could be like a movie or music. Like we could we could listen to the same thing or watch the same thing and we have two totally different perspectives. Even though like we we might say the same things and then we might go completely left. So it's like it's either completely the same or completely different. Yeah. That's really interesting. That's dope. Uh so how important do you guys think growing up in New York is to like who you are as people now? I feel like I played a big part. It's like especially like Peaksco in general, like um it's just being like not the city. I feel like we encountered that a lot, like coming up like with the music stuff. It's like we go to the city to try to promote it and it's like we from Peaksco, so it's not you don't fit in in a borough. But I still yeah. feel like um it's like a unique perspective coming from like quote unquote like upstate, like you know what I'm saying, outside the city. <clears throat> It's like being a new kid in school when you go down to the city from Westchester and you're trying to do stuff, you know, down there. It's like they look at you like if you're not from there, you know what I mean? Then, but I always like going down there and just letting them see like even Westchester, like it still has like its own, like you know what I mean? Like people could be from here and still have like a certain sense of style and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you guys think the city at all influenced your style? I would say so. Yeah, for sure. Heavily, definitely. Like, um, even like back in the day, like music, just like Dipset was like our yeah, favorite group. So sure. it was like it was heavily influenced from the beginning. Mm. Um, so can you guys explain like the New York City like scene for like what people who because there's a lot of people who watch the show or listen and that don't never been to New York at all. So like, can you give them an idea of like what exactly it was like? What are you talking about to get them understand more of what we're talking about? Yeah, I mean, this is like um maybe like years back when it was like v files and like santos and like stuff like where there's places like that where you could just go and it's literally like it's just the coolest people that you see online they're all in one place and it's like if you got your own thing going on you could really you know you could be friend like you could be friends with the people that you see on instagram and stuff like that yeah um so for people for people watching live right now, you guys can ask the Trippy Twins your own question. There's going to be a form that's pinned in the top of the chat. You guys can ask your own question at the end and we're going to we're going to take some questions from the people live watching at the end of the show. Um so shout out to everybody watching live right now on YouTube. Really appreciate that. Um so if you do, if you guys don't know actually, this is our first hype it up show with a live guest so hey, we this, so shout out to trippy twins being the first ones for be a live guest at the hype it up show uh before this we've only done uh through colon through videos so this is the first time um so what i wanted to ask you guys was why do you think like going out to these like events and going out to to the city like you're saying how do you how, why do you think that was so important to like 
your brand, like branding your music, branding yourselves, branding, like why do you think that's so important? I think I think for us, um, from the beginning, early on, we realized how unique we were and like how much that works in our favor because when you see us one time, like two white twins that rap and can dress, it's like all you have to do is see us one time. You're going to remember us any time after that. So it's like we already knew that people only had to see us one time and we would leave an impression on them. Yeah, I also feel like too, like being from Peaks Hill and like everybody around, like knowing us and seeing us like so much, like they got used to us. So I feel like we, us going to the city, people like we seeing people's reactions for the first time seeing us, be like, oh shit, like all we really gotta do is just show up, really, and it's like people gonna come up to us. Mm. So like, yeah, it was just like a way to get our stuff out there more. So do do you think um like who are some of your early music inspirations? You go first. Uh, I was like, we definitely, uh, for both of us, definitely like Dipset, like Cameron, Joel Santana, um, Stack Bundles is like a big music influence for me. I fuck with J.R. Ryder. Yeah. Uh, definitely like D-Block, like the Locks, like Jadakiss, Styles, just cause they're from Westchester. Um, yeah, I feel like those are like the main ones for me, like Dipset, uh, D-Block. I always fuck with like Ludacris too, Matt Random. Mm. <laughs> So did you do you got did you guys ever do music just when did you guys like you did music separately first? Yeah. Yeah. So when did it come together as like cuz what I've not seen you guys doing music together. Yeah, I was like 2012, 2012, yeah, like 2012. I mean, I, like from 2009 to 2012, we were doing music independently. Like he like we we were we never did music together until like 2012. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. You could go back, like, there's mixtapes that we got out where we'd be, like, featured on each other's mixtapes early on. So what made you guys want to work together? Uh, we came up with the Trippy Twins. Yeah. Mm. So and that's that, when that the Trippy Twins, is yeah. that when the Trippy Twins was born? Like, yeah. 2013. Yeah. Yeah. So did you guys realize, like, oh, we could work better as a team together? Cause yeah. Um, uh, shout out to Jux. Uh, we we had a song, to, a freestyle we did together, and our boy Jux shot the video, and then that was like our first time putting out. Uh, we still weren't the Trippy Twins yet, but then we, uh, when we put it out, like we started seeing like, now nah, we could do this together, and uh, it might be a little easier than doing it by uh by ourselves. So was it hard to make music together? I think I think the way that it went, I think it was perfect because. Like he had already, he went off and battled people on his own before that. And then I had already did like freestyles and stuff. So it was like, we kind of like earned our, like earned our own respect individually mm -hmm. before we brought it together. So it was like, we, we, I think, you know, that was for the best. What about musically? Was it, is it hard to work together? Was it hard to work together? Nah, it's definitely not hard to work together. Yeah, a lot of times it would just like uh, if we have a beat we both want to do, like we'll both just go on our own and we won't even let each other hear it until we record it. So it's like we both have our own separate like uh, um, perspective on it and like approach to it. Mm. Mm -hmm. So are you guys still making music now? Yeah, yeah we still do music. Yeah. As, as Trippy Twins. Mm -hmm. So what, where did the name Trippy Twins come from? Um. Shout out to Zeke Lotto. Uh, <laughs> Zeke Lotto, he has said it, uh, one of our mans has said it in a song. He was just playing around. He was like, uh, some, some, that's my trippy twin. And I heard it. I was like, oh, no, that, like, that, that's the name right there. That, that, like, so I already knew that was the brand. So it stuck from there. That was it? Yeah, that was it after that. <laughs> 
so all right so you guys are doing music and then you were putting where, how are you guys getting your music out there online. like starting yeah online uh we were doing MySpace at first yeah MySpace at first but a- after that we would do like um like that pet spinrilla uh the shows really is what us going out and doing shows uh we did a couple of shows with dj lazy k and that was like kind of the first shows like that kind of made us realize like oh nah we should go hard with this like instead of just like playing around so that was like around the time we really started focusing on uh putting stuff out visuals and doing shows and like really getting out there yeah so so now i want to fast forward real quick to let people know what you're working on now you guys have a store which is like right down the street from our studio <coughs> um and what kind of stuff does the store sell uh we got the coolest shit in the world <laughs> a lot of vintage clothes yeah. um, a little bit of everything vintage clothes we got like a hype we got a hype section with all like the newer name brand stuff uh it's just really just like a collection of just cool stuff that that we come across and pick out and curate what made you guys want to open a store? Well, I know, like, for me personally, like, I were, like all my jobs growing up was retail. And I always, I, like, I, I've been, like, the manager of store, assistant manager, stuff like that. And, like, I always wanted my own store just from that because I saw that I could run a store, you know what I mean? So it was, like, I just never liked what I was selling. Even if I worked for brands that I liked, I just never liked the stuff that I was selling. And, and um... Like I used to just like uh, with eBay, just like sell stuff that that I that like, I'm not wearing or something like that. And then I just saw that like, damn, like I knew I had my own personal style, but I was like, yeah, I could probably get paid from this. Because mm. the store is very like well curated. It's very has like a lot of like stuff that fits a certain vibe. Yeah, like it feels a certain vibe. Yeah. So how do you go about picking like what's in the store? It's really just like whatever catches our eye. Yeah, I, we, we don't sell anything that we wouldn't wear ourselves. Mm. So we're not just selling anything. You know what I mean? It's it's literally like stuff that we like. Yeah, and a lot of times too, like um, like I said, we were we were um, we had the online business before we had the actual store for about three years, and it was just the whole like within those three years, like we just had everything like in the storage unit. And we will wish that we had somewhere where we could just display everything for people to see, like, everything we had because nobody knew that we had. Like, we, we had a store worth of stuff, like, from real early on. And we had it in a, like, where nobody could see it for years. Mm. So, it was, like, finally getting that space. It was, like, a way we could just show everybody, like, oh, this is what we've been doing. I see. So, so you were selling online at first. How was how that going? Like, were you taking pictures and just selling stuff that you guys acquired or like stuff that you bought because you liked like what was what was you guys selling online first yeah um like i said like uh early on it was just like stuff that like i would wear and then sell for like a flip so i could get something new you know what Mm -hmm. i mean yeah i know with me personally like the first time i realized that you could really sell stuff online uh we had went to an event it was a, a gucci ghost event and it was like an artist he did the artwork for gucci ghost and uh, they were giving out free stuff at the event. They were just like throwing stuff on the floor. And I picked, uh, they had, um, it was a condom and it was a, it had the Gucci Ghost logo on it. And I had like a bunch of them. I just for fun, like I put it on eBay and I sold the condom for like $80. And I was like, that's when I realized like, oh shit, like just being where we're at in New York, like we have access to stuff that people don't have access to other places. That was for me that I realized like, oh shit, like you could really sell all this dumb shit online. Yeah, and then once like what he said, like mixing in with like stuff that we personally wear and like, 
we realize like if we like it, somebody else might like it too. Mm. So like what made you guys be start being into like the being into like going out to like streetwear like events and stuff like that? Like cause I know you guys are into that type of type of stuff through your music from what I hear. Yeah. Um like Bape, Supreme, all that stuff. What made you guys first find out about that stuff or start getting into that? Um I know for me it was like my man Joey, you know, Joey Mercedes. Uh shit, he put me onto a lot and that, that was like the beginning of like streetwear hype and and when we were in high school. Mm. And it was like websites like uh like Essence and and Commonwealth and shit like that where it was just like you know, they were they were selling crooks and castles and the stuff didn't have the hype yet, but you could see what it was and I like I fell in love with that era of fashion, like how Pharrell and Kanye was dressing around that time. I still try to dress like that now. Oh yeah. What made you guys into like what made you guys into that? Were you like, why did you think that was that was dope? Why was that like cool? Like what like what was it that appealed to you? I feel like it was it was always our personality, like everybody going this way, we going this way. Like it was we was always like that. We always like like being a like trendsetters doing stuff that nobody was doing yet, being the first to do something. Like I feel like that we always like got a kick out of doing that. Yeah, and I say with like even with fashion too it was a big part for us because we kind of like quiet and laid back and reserved, and we always just kind of let our clothes talk for us. So like when we go out, it's like we we stand in the corner off to the side, but people will notice us anyway just because of how we're dressed, and you kind of just let the clothes do the talking. I like that a lot. Um, so what was you? What was some of you, each of you guys' early fashion inspirations? Um, I feel like it was a lot like just like watching music videos and just seeing how everybody was dressed in there, like real early on. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot for me personally, like once I went to, co I went away to college and I was with a lot of people from all different boroughs and just seeing all the different styles from each borough, like all combined together. And I would just like take, like see stuff that I like from each, from each borough or each, um, different style and like. Like use that to create my own style mm. and like blend everything together. That's dope. Yeah, I was I was saying like not even music though, but, but like our family, like our our dad or like our aunt. Yeah. They they you'll never see them in a t shirt of something that they don't like. Like if they're wearing a t shirt, it's something they like a lot. Like whether it be like NASCAR. My dad loves the Giants, so it's like. Every, they never just put on any random shirt like it very much was like tell it would tell you a piece about them and i always noticed that and i like that so it was like i kind of took a piece of that too that's cool that's yeah. really cool i like that uh so like what is it like working with each other Shit, it's tough sometimes yeah, man sometimes it's like stuff. battling yourself you know what i mean <laughs> hell yeah man. it's cool though like i wouldn't i wouldn't rather work with anybody else but yeah sometimes it is tough like just because we both do have like at times we do have our own visions. We do have our own things that we want to do, and it's just being able to um, compromise and meet somewhere in the middle where it could, you know what I mean, where it could uh, work for both of us. So, what are some good things about working with each other? Though? Yeah, I would say I wish everybody could have a twin because it's yeah, like yeah. it's. I mean, we see since we opened the store, we see like the advantages that we have. We could be in two places at one time, literally. <laughs> so it's like, it, I mean, it's a blessing for real. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, how'd you guys start? How'd you guys start building your following? Because a lot of people know who you are, um, locally and 
online and everywhere how did you guys start like what where'd you start uh i mean i'll say just being in peak skill we started off with playing basketball we used to play basketball when we was kids and a lot of people just knew us through that because you know we were twins playing basketball so it was like just from that i would say that's where it started locally yeah um so like what are some things that you guys did to build it up though I think the main thing is just staying consistent. Like, we never stopped, like, no matter what. Like, over the years, like, shit, real life shit happened. And it's just like, we never stopped grinding. We always just kept it going and kept, like, always trying to, like, elevate and, like, go to the next level with shit. What made you guys want to, what made you guys want to stay consistent? Like, what made you want to stay consistent? Uh, I, I think that it was just always, like, like I said, it was just always, like, an artistic outlet for us. So it's, like, the same thing, like, getting dressed is, like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's a way to express ourselves. We don't know how else to do it. Yeah, I mean, me personally, like, I always just, I never felt right working a regular job. Like, I always, I always knew that I didn't want to work for anybody else. So it's just finding, all right, how the fuck can I make this happen without having to work for somebody? So it's, like, that was always the goal is just to not to have our own business doing something. Even if we didn't know it was clothes, like we we tried to like having to be music, just like not having a boss. That was always like a big thing for me, like pride wise. Yeah. What what when was the time did you that you that you realized that? Like that you didn't want to work for anybody? Like when was that time? Like do you remember a specific time? We made a specific night. Hell yeah. Uh yeah, we always like uh we we were tripping one night. And we both like we made a decision like yo we gonna fucking we were tripping and we were fucking um we were watching one of our videos that we just did in in L A we had just got back from L A and we were watching the video back and we just like uh, yo it's time like we we so we, both, <laughs> we quit our jobs the same day and started doing um like focusing on getting the store full time wow yeah it was the it was like the day before New Year's Eve or like two thousand seventeen going to two thousand eighteen we were like yo we like we gonna quit our jobs and do this shit, and literally, I like I had work the next day, didn't go. Like that was the last. <laughs> yeah. It was over after yeah, that. I, went, I had my boss had just offered me a promotion. I had originally took it like the weekend before, and I went back in the next day. Like, yeah, no, nah, I can't take that. I'm out. <laughs> wow. So, so was, was that when you planned the store out? Is that when? The- so no. So it was crazy. Like uh, the last job that I had that I quit before that. Like maybe like two months before, like I I don't know. I just always had the store in the back of my mind, but I was like, it was like escape from Alcatraz. I was like plotting my escape, so I was like stealing hangers, like and shit. A lot of the hangers are in the store now, like the wooden hangers, the good ones. But I just stole like mad hangers, anything you would need to start a store. I stole it, mm. and I was like, like I already knew what I was about to do. Like, yeah, hell yeah. So that's sick. Um, so, so what, so what, um, what, what inspired, like, when did you guys know that you wanted to open the store though? Like, when was that? Oh, I I think, um, we we had like a storage unit full. Once we started accumulating stuff for real, we was like, oh, no, like we could, like I said, just wanted to display everything. Like, yeah, we did like a few pop-ups and we would like, we were, um, we were going to other people's stores and they were clearing it out for us and we were filling their store up and we were like, yo, like. We got way more than enough shit, and it's like we we knew that, and plus it wasn't like real to anybody else until we got the store. Yeah. Nobody could see what we were doing. 
how important do you think it is to have a, a store where like a physical store where people could come see like what you guys are actually putting together i feel like for us it's real important i know a lot of people are saying like like the brick and mortar store is like dying but i feel like for us it's just like um i feel like it's important for people to come in and get the vibe in person because you can't always uh give that online on a website sometimes it's just like it's a different feeling when like people walk in the store and they just look around like oh shit and then they're like their their eye will attract to something like oh this reminds me of something from my childhood or like somebody always gravitates towards something that that brings back a memory or like some sort of nostalgia for them so i feel like that's important for like a vintage store yeah you guys have a lot of old like vintage stuff from you know from different eras and stuff like that what's the reasoning behind old nostalgia is just to bring you guys back to a certain point in time yeah Uh, we have like the 90s stuff in there for like our childhood we have like early 2000 stuff in there from like when we were like middle school high school like just that around that time period just like different time periods have different things that like resonate with us yeah i think a lot of people look back like on their childhood pictures and it's like if you see something that you had when you were a kid it just brings you back to like a good place Mm. so i mean that was one of the reasons why that made us start doing it seriously so we want to provide that feeling for other people yeah, because when you go into you guys' store, it's like a vibe. You ca- you kind of get a feeling of uh, a, like a different bunch of different feelings. One, you get a feeling of the store and all the stuff that's in there, and then you could go through and you actually get feelings of like you guys are saying at different times of periods of your life. Like there's wrestling stuff, yeah. and there's old wrestling stuff, and then there's newer wrestling stuff, and then there's this and Supreme stuff and and rare pieces that like. And it br- brings me back personally in a time period of like, it makes me think of the memories and of that time and makes me want to like, you know, reminisce on the, on those times that, uh, oh, yeah. that you're creating through the store. So the store is really dope. But first off and foremost, um, so like, what, is, what is your favorite part about owning the store? Um, I feel like just that, that feel, I wish, I wish everybody could have that feeling of just like having your own business and just like the, like the, the feeling that it gives you is just like, I don't know, it's like a, a sense of freedom and just like empowerment where it's like, you know, you could really just do whatever you want. And it's like, I feel like that's important for me. Like just not feeling, not knowing I have to answer anybody. Like I could, you know what I mean? Like we can do whatever we want to do within the store. Yeah. I think it's dope. Like, um, we got like a little, uh, we doing like a little pop-up with, um, I mean, it's Mason from the high school, and it's just like even something like that, that shit makes it for me because it's like when we were coming up, there was nobody here to help us, to give us an outlet. So it's like to be able to help somebody else that's in the same place now, it's like that's what it's all about right there. Yeah, you. so you're saying there originally wasn't nothing like it here for people, kid, yeah. younger kids. When we were growing up, there we had to go down to the city for everything, and it was hard to, to get in where you fit in down there. So now being able to kind of give, like, kids from Peekskill an outlet, like, even if they just come in and look around, like, if it could inspire them to do one other thing, it's like, that's worth it right there. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Oh, yeah. So did you guys go into making the store? Did you have it in mind what it, what it was going to look like, what it was going to feel like, or did it just kind of happen through what you had? No, nah, I feel like we knew what we wanted it to look like. Like we we would always watch um 
like especially like when we were focused on getting a store we would always watch like other youtube videos of people that had stores and just seeing how theirs looked and we always had like even when we were doing the pop-ups like we had sections of stuff in mind like it was always like that the we would have things in the storage in the bin and the bin would just be like uh it's it's already categorized yeah like departments almost like so i feel like yeah we we always knew like um how we wanted to organize it and what we wanted to have in there mm. So when you were doing so when you were when you were doing the online thing, um, was it sim was it similar stuff that you're selling in the store now or was it different? Yeah, nah, same thing with the online. I think uh, with the online, it's just a little bit better because there's people that live in like the middle of Wisconsin where if they go to their mall, they can't even get a pair of white Air Force Ones. Yeah, like, and we have all that stuff at our fingertips, so it's like. A lot of people just don't have access to the fashion on where they are. Yeah. So everyone watching right now, guys who are watching, everyone who's watching live, you guys can ask the Trippy Twins a question. Hey, We're going to be a- answering the questions. They're going to be answering the questions. I'm going to put the form up right now. Uh, the vibes. But shout out to the Trippy Twins for being here. Shout out to everyone watching live. Really, really yeah, appreciate you guys. Everybody watching live. Shout out to What the Funk for having us. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate you, bro. bro. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, I'm gonna post the form in the chat for everyone who's watching right now. You guys could ask a question. Uh, so, so what was like? What was some advice you guys could give to somebody who's trying to, you know, start their own thing, do their own thing? What are some advice you guys could give to people who are watching, who want to, like, who haven't really took the leap yet and are, like, on the fence, you know? Yeah. I would say first things first, don't look for any, like, outside, uh, like, um, like, gratification, you know what I mean? Like, do it for you. Don't do it for the reaction you're going to get and just keep doing it for you. Yeah, a lot of like a lot of people do stuff now. It's like it's like motivated by like a certain image that they want to have, and it might not be like the actual love to do something. But it's like if you really, if you like, if you got a passion for something, I just feel like just stay stay consistent. And don't look at like if you if you put out something, you might put out your first project or your first product or something like that, and you might not get the reaction that you're looking for. You have to keep you you're not gonna get that the first time. You have to keep keep putting stuff out and let people keep seeing that you're serious about it. And the more people see that, that you're serious, the more you're going to take you serious, take you serious. So how, how do you, st- how does, how do you stay consistent? Like when you see something, like say you put something out and you know, it doesn't do as well as you want or something like that. Or like, how do you stay consistent? How do you like battle that, that, you know, w- wanting something yeah, more? I'll say that the stuff that you put out is like your resume though. Even even if it doesn't get the views, if people search your name and they look back on the stuff you did, that's what they're gonna judge you off of, and it's like that. That's that's what's important. Yeah, I always feel like I always feel like we was like ahead of our time a little bit. So I was feel like uh, if you don't get it now, you might look back and get it later. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. So how do you how do you deal with like you know like negativity? How do you deal with negative negativity? People being negative towards what you're creating or, or what you're putting out there, or just your, or just being negative towards you, you know, online or in per like anything. I mean, shit, it's just like you gotta let that shit bounce off you. That shit don't really exist for us. Like, you yeah. could, you, I, I wouldn't, I, I don't think it's worth like the energy. It's like you might as well put that energy into like keep doing something that you got going on. The more, if you feed into that, that's what they want. Like they want you to, they want to take away your energy from what you got going on. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Like even like sometimes, just like walking down the street, it's like, just like 
maybe like our outfit might like invoke a reaction from somebody but i think like that's the point whether it be good or bad it's like it made you pay attention so i think yeah, that, you gotta that's t- you gotta take both like you gotta take the good with the bad yeah yeah that's that's actually some really good advice for people out there uh how do you th- how important do you guys think online presence is like how you present yourself online I, I think the online presence is important, but there's nothing that could compare it to, because a lot of people have that online presence and then you see them in real life they and it's, it's disappointing. They're not who they, you know, so a lot of people, they have it down packed to portray that image online, but they can't pull it off in person. Mm. And that's where they fall apart. You got to be both. Mm. Yeah. So I would say if you, whatever you represent online, just make sure that's you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so pretty much be yourself. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh but yeah, so but what about for like growing growing your own brands? How like how important do you think you putting out visuals and like, you know, putting out stuff like that to portray like who you, who you are so people can know? Nah, I feel like that's uh, visuals are super important. Like, I feel like a lot of people like as a as humans we're visual people like so like if you can find a way to visually like get your get what you're trying to put across and like package up for a way that people want to see it. I feel like that's, that's a big part to make people great, uh, especially new people that don't know you to gravitate towards you. Yeah. So, um, going, going back to the music, the music. So were you guys putting out like mixtapes and stuff like that, like CDs and stuff like that? Yeah, definitely. We were doing CDs, everything. So how did you, how did you guys get into like doing music shows and, and, putting your putting your music out there more um i know like the the first show i could remember was just like a local party that that somebody had and they were just having like um that many people (laughs) we good we get it right you got it all right we good we good oh no we're not Technical difficulty. We really laugh for real. <laughs> That's real life stuff. I like it. Um, all right, what was I saying? Oh yeah, oh, so uh, yeah, I think it was just like a local party, and they used to just have like whoever was hot in the hood at that time with a with a buzzing song. They they would ask you to come perform it. Yeah, I feel like us like having that group of friends like built around loyalty. Um, we always had like our friends like uh, like Sunny Fab like they were always they didn't they were the two that didn't do music so they would like they made it their their job to go out and be like yo like we getting shows like for for all of us to perform at so I feel like they were always like a big motivator for us too to get out there like they would push yeah. us to get out there mm-hmm. hell yeah uh how like how important is having a a friend group like you're saying how important do you think that is nah support system is everything yeah. You got to have a, like a close support system that like, people that are, that are going to stand by you and whatever you put out, like they're going to support it. Yeah, I would say shit. That's a big reason that that that's one of the things that helped us like get to where we are, too, because when we started doing music, we didn't care about the rest of the world. If it was hot in, our friends yeah, in our friend group and like they we all liked it, we didn't give a fuck what anybody else thought. Mm. And I feel like that's important for artists, too. Like you got to create your own little world. Yeah. Hell yeah. So so how did you guys like when you when you started recording together 
or making music together how what was it like you said you you would record record separately or you write it separately how was it i want to yeah, know the process yeah, yeah we would write it separately like just play the beat and we both like uh write until we done it's like are you done all right i'm done or like whoever finished first go and record their shit and then yeah, the but next it's person like, finish their i'm not first. if we're on a song together i'm not hearing his verse until like he's recording it before me yeah. and then my shit is already written so it's like it like any song that we did we didn't hear each other's verse when we did it it just if it goes together it just happened to go together it's crazy why is that what was the what was the reasoning behind that i think um we always want our own approach i feel like we mm -hmm. didn't want i didn't want to hear his verse and have like have it sway what i'm thinking at all like yeah. he got a certain flow and now the flow is stuck in my head and now i'm going with that same flow like yeah just us being able was, to have two with, different with music we definitely we approach tracks completely different so it's like we will never have the same approach on a beat so that's one of the reasons why mm. oh yeah so how how are you guys the same and how are you guys different that's what that's what i want to know before like just to get people more understanding of like you know because it sounds like a lot of the things are different you both have different personal tastes about things but a lot of yeah. stuff is kind of on the same page though yeah mm -hmm. i don't know i always felt like, like i was the more like uh quiet one like reserved one and i feel like he's like the one that'd be like brighter colors like he might talk to people a little, like be a little more outgoing like i always felt it was like that uh growing up i still feel like it's like that now even with our sense of styles that like you could you could look at us and see that like he's like uh he's always brighter i'm always like more um maybe not as bright or like not as crazy like with the stuff that i'm wearing hmm. um so do you guys have any pieces that you guys regretted selling at this <laughs> yeah hell yeah that shit like that's the worst feeling shit haunt you <laughs> yeah I, I thrifted a pair of v-loan air forces and i sold them for two thousand dollars and i still regret it <laughs> Cause I know I could have got way more. I should have held them. Yeah, I have like it's like two random T-shirts that I thrifted like early on, and I was just letting stuff fly at that time, and I've never seen them again. And it was like, damn man, like, um, what was it? It was um, one of them specifically. I remember. I fucking wish I never sold this shit. But it was um, it was a big. It had Jim Belushi on it, like huge, like his whole face on the front, and it was on a changes tag. And um, I was in a thrift store and a kid in front of me was checking out. He had it in his hand and he put it back. I don't know why he put it back, but I got it right after him and I sold it like within. Like, and usually if you like post something online and it sells within 24 hours, like it's either really good or you have a price too low. So it's like, that's usually how it goes. Like, uh, like the couple things I do regret selling, like they sold super quick and I've never seen them again after that. And it's like people like they'll, a lot of people that are like buying online and into vintage, they have like their own like specific lanes of stuff that they look for only. Mm. So it's like that's why like you post something and it'll be somebody on it right away because they're like they have that saved searched in it, like the it's uh, saved in their search history. So like, they get a notification when something new comes up. Mm. So how do you how do you know what what you're gonna sell and what you're not gonna sell now? Like after having the ones that are like have gotten away, how do you know you're like, all right, this is one that I could sell? <laughs> you know this, what I mean? Uh, for me personally, at this point now, um, I try to keep as much stuff as I can now. Like uh, all the all the stuff that I know, like oh no, this is good. I just throw it away in like a stash bin called mm -hmm. like the vault. So I have like three bins like that now, where it's like it's stuff that I just have on ice that I know is good. 
Uh, yeah, I never put it out there. Same. Yeah, I, I, um, anything that I'm coming across now where I even think I might regret it, I'm just stashing it. I'm not even listening to nothing. How do you find like the pieces that are in the store or like that you sell online or in the store? How do you how do you find the pieces? Shit, I feel like they find us. It's <laughs> like, um, I mean, you if you're always looking, you're always going to find something. But I feel like a lot of the times it's like it's a lot of stuff where it's like the way we came across it is so crazy. That's like it's not really meant for it. Like, it's, it's meant for you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's what I feel like. That's like a big thing. Like what's what's meant for you is for you. Mm. So, so, um, when you're, when you're finding a piece that you're like on the fence, like, how do you know when you're on the fence though? Cause I feel like a lot of pieces are, are good. You know what I mean? Like, how do you know which ones is like the ones that are going to, that are going to the vaults? Like, cause you know, there's a lot of great pieces out there and great pieces of, you know, yeah. stuff that you like. I feel like it depends on the person too, because what, what's, uh, what might be a $200 t-shirt for somebody might be worthless for somebody else. So it's really like all perspective. Um, I know like me personally, like I got like a little collection of like Backstreet Boys tees because I used to fuck with the Backstreet Boys back in the day. And it's like people don't really care about the Backstreet Boys. So it doesn't mean anything to them. But it's like, you know, I remember like going to the concerts back in the day. So it hit a little bit different. So I feel like there's there's stuff like that with everybody. Mm. Yeah, I feel like for me, it's like we've been doing it for like so long now that if it's shit that it's like if I've never seen it yet or I've, I you don't really see it around, it's like you know like oh nah, this is probably a good one. So I feel like it just goes by like if you never saw it before or you might only see it once or twice before, then it's like you know that the longer you hold it for, the less you're gonna see it. Mm. Interesting. That's really interesting. So. Owning a store, I feel like there's, you know, a lot of things that are hard about owning a store. What is some hard, th- like hard stuff that you guys deal with when owning a physical location versus doing it online? I feel like for, for me personally, I feel like the one thing that we underestimated was like the fact that we have to be there all the time. Like we were so used <laughs> yeah. to just running around and never having a set place we had to be because we're selling online. You could do that shit from anywhere. So we were traveling a lot, like taking mm-hmm. road trips and stuff to find stuff. And it's like now it's like not one of us has to be at the store. Both both of us have to be at the store to to make shit keep going. Yeah, I, that's kind of like a struggle too because that was one thing. One of the things I hated about my retail job was like I hated having to just sit in a store for nine hours a day. And it's like sometimes I catch myself even in my own store. It's like damn, like you just gotta be there. But you know what I'm saying? It, it's it's definitely it's not as bad when you, you don't have to answer to somebody, but. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely tough. You got to spend a lot of time there. Yeah. So how important do you think growing up in Peekskill has been to who you guys are opening the store? How important do you think that is that has been? No, I think growing up in Peekskill made us for real like um, I think if we was from anywhere else, we wouldn't we definitely wouldn't be like I feel like everything just played a part like the people we grew up around, our friends, like being from Westchester, like just seeing how things were different in the city and just like, um, yeah, I feel like just a combination of all that stuff just made us like, um, yeah, like the way shit is now. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so do you guys have any pieces that you'd never ever sell? Like you have the vault, but I'm sure the vault we might break out once in a while, but what are some pieces that you never sell? I want to hear like, or tell people like, what what would the what are some of those pieces? For me, I feel like there's certain things. 
it always like I like I between like thr- like thrifting and then like um like buying stuff online too. Like I'll I I'm I'm always looking online to buy stuff too, and it always means more when I thrift it. Like because mm. it's like um it's like finding like a like a needle in the haystack, like a diamond in the dirt. Mm. So it's like when you buy it online or somebody else, it's like they found it already. So for me, it's like stuff that really resonates with me um, that I thrifted myself. Like those those are probably things that I would never sell. Like um, that and there's like certain shirts like uh, like like my brother said, like our dad has like a cool sense of style. Like even now, like he has like it's stuff that he's into and it's cool and like it's trendy now. And he doesn't even realize like he's been wearing it for, for 20 years, but it's like like all his old like band tees, like his Budweiser stuff, his giant stuff. Um, same thing with like our aunt, like her NASCAR stuff, like Marlboro, you know what I mean? Like, but like a lot of stuff on my dad's like gave me like a few t-shirts and stuff like I would never sell those. Like I will always just keep wearing those. Mm. Do you think, so do you guys think you're like seeing your dad dress like that has influenced you guys at all? Yeah, yeah, I, sure. I think so. Like, like I said, definitely as far as like putting like personality into like what you wear, you know what I mean? Like where it, like you could look at your outfit and like it might tell you like who you like, what kind of music you like, what your favorite movie is, just by what you're wearing. Mm. Yeah, I always feel like just seeing our dad do it. Like I said, like his sense of style never changed. Like it's been the same our whole life, and it's just like it just made me realize like trends just come back around like he's never changed what he's worn and it's like now everything he's been wearing for all these years is like it's all in style now for, mm. pe- for other people like it's funny yeah do you guys curate anything for like certain people like do you guys do certain people come in and ask you like hey can you find me this certain item or like find me this type of stuff like do you have anybody who does that uh, no nobody's done that yet i'm sure people might might see something that maybe we're selling and go try to find it on their own or something oh. like that maybe <laughs> i always think it's cool when people come into the store and they ask for something specific like that and we actually have it like right in the store like oh you want this okay like cool here's this yeah and we have it like right on hand to me that always makes me feel good like we have a little something for everybody yeah, because the store definitely does have something for everybody. I feel like whether you're into like streetwear or like old nostalgic stuff, the store definitely has like everything that you'd be into and going into the store. Yeah, we have so many people that come, different people that come into the store, like from young high school kids to like older women, you know what I mean? So it's like kind of need to have like a little bit of something for everybody. Yeah, sure. Um, So what I want to say so what do you what are some of your guys favorite um sneakers my favorite sneakers ever uh the hyper flights nike hyper flights um yeah, like the flight positive threes yeah it's like i could i could go back to like certain sneakers i had growing up and like i could say the best but, but for me personally like right now over the years i feel like the air force one is the best sneaker ever like it's my favorite sneaker to wear still to this day I feel like that's the best sneaker ever, like just silhouette wise and like how you got all the collaborations and how people put their own twists on it still to this day. I feel like Air Force One is the best sneaker. Um, You guys had your own clothing brand as well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the name of the, the brand? Uh, ahead of your time. What made you guys want to get into making your own clothes? I feel like it resonated from the same place, like not wanting to work for anybody, like mm-hmm. have something that we could call our own. Around that time is when we were going out and doing like a lot of shows and being like seen by a lot of new people. 
So it's like it just made sense to have something that you like if you wanted it, you had to buy it from us mm. instead of wearing other people's brands. Yeah, around that time we was just on all our own shit. Like if we were going out, it was it wasn't what anybody else made. It was shit that we made to perform music that we made. You know what I mean? It was just it was just all about us. Um so how how what are some like future plans that you have have for the yourselves or the store in general i see one of the big things still is like we we still want a storefront where we could have like a big neon sign and shit like that mannequins in the window and shit like that Hmm. That, that's that's on the checklist for me yeah for sure um so guys everybody who's watching live right now you guys could ask some questions we put a form up they got a couple questions already lined up ready to go but um i want to ask you a couple guys a couple more things before we get into the question. So everyone watching live, ask a question. We'll be answering them hey, right at the end. Shout out to everybody in here. Yeah, thank you everybody who's tuned in live right now. Um, so what what was it like, like you know, being out there and and like showing yourselves, like whether it was music or fashion, like how you know, is it hard for you guys to be start doing that, like being out there and and presenting like the stuff that you're creating or curating. I feel like it always came natural. Like I feel like people would look at us like, "Yo, you don't get nervous like going on stage and performing in front of people." And it's like it's funny because I w- I always said I would feel more uncomfortable if I had to go and like just talk regular in front of people. But if we could like if we go up and you put our song on like it's just like it's no thinking like oh, fuck we gonna perform this shit. Mm. So I feel like it was always easier to go up in front of people and just like express it like to show what we've been working on versus like having to talk in front of people or anything like that. Mm um how like how what would it what would it be like like to what like when people look you they obviously see you guys are twins so sometimes people might think like oh you guys are the same person does that ever bother you guys no i think i think people automatically are gonna think that just because we look similar yeah so because you know you guys say you have you know, and you have two different styles. So I was just wondering if that ever like bothered you in any way, like by putting yourselves out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah. People still they'll call us by the wrong names, and we'll still answer and not correct them. So it's like, <laughs> I feel like it's what you have. I feel like it's what you have to do. All right, guys. So we're gonna get to the end of this. We have a couple, few questions from the people watching right now, and let's see. Oh, before we get into that, I want to ask you guys a couple more questions. Mm-hmm. Favorites. We're gonna go through a couple of favorites. We have a do thing at the end of this where we go through a couple of favorites. Um, favorite movie for each of you? Casino, my favorite movie ever. Yeah. Uh, I say the Warriors. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, favorite color? Purple. Lime green. Favorite streetwear brand? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right now or ever? Ever. <laughs> mm, mine is bait. That's always gonna be my favorite. Ah, damn, that's a tough one. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. You're like, I don't want to answer it wrong because yeah, I might change it. It, 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 it changes a lot, but it's yeah. like, I don't. Bape is a good one because I feel like it has like it has like uh, a lot of history behind it. Um, what's your favorite right now? Right now. I really I fuck with Kid Super a lot right now. I feel like Kid Super is dope. My brother was onto that like real early on, but um, 
Yeah, I feel like a lot, a lot just changed. I feel like a lot of a lot of times brands over time like they change up and they don't stay true to what they they started at, or like they're trying to stay like so true to it that they never really um like they just try to redo everything that got them successful in the beginning. Mm. I don't know. It's like it changes a lot for me. Yeah. Uh, favorite breakfast food. I don't even really eat breakfast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah really. Yeah, yeah. I, I skip breakfast. If anything, I just get like a iced coffee or a smoothie or something. Um, and you guys already answered the last one. The favorite sneaker. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's get into some questions that we that people have asked. We have a bunch of questions lined up. Uh, so. <laughs> All right, here, the first question. Let me see. I could see who it's from, I think. First question is from Grizz. What was the first thing you guys did when you got the store? Um, we had, we, well, the first thing we did was paint it. Yeah, we <laughs> did it over. Yeah, it, was, it looked completely different when we, when we got the space. So we had our dad come in and help us like paint and put up all the racks and stuff like that. Yeah, it, we, we walked in and it was all white. We painted it entirely red. Why red? I don't know. <laughs> I like it. I yeah, like it. I was just wondering. It, I love it. It was a, like I was just trying to think like the most bright color. Yeah. Because mm. it really, I don't know, it makes the story, I, th- I feel like, yeah. personally. Um, all right. Next question. Let me see. Next question. Have you ever done shows in the city? How was the experience? Yeah, we've done a bunch of shows in the city. Um, I feel like it's always like a... It's always like a mix. Like, so you'll get the, you take the good with the bad. Like, we don't have shows where we get like the best, the best response ever. And then we have other shows where like, <laughs> like people try to like pull the mic out, like the mic wire out from us, yeah. like, on, like on some, uh, on some hating shit. So it's like, it's a little bit of both. Like I said, you're never going to, uh, you're never going to please or like, it's never going to be a time where like everybody fucks with you. Like, it's always going to be a mix of both. Yeah. I say that performing, just performing your music is the best feeling in the world. But I would say just like, as far as like the whole like business of like music, like like showcases and stuff like that, it sucks. You know what I mean? It's like the promoter, you gotta sell tickets, all that shit. That shit is like the worst experience. Uh next question from Stell. Shout out to Stell. Uh question for the Trippy Twins. Have you ever been to a hip hop concert and have you picked up to perform like them? Oh, so like have you have you ever been to a concert where Pretty much. Oh, like to say, oh, like see shit and be like, oh, like I want to do something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's the question. Shit. I'll say not not in person. Um, say like back to our pops on like the inspiration. He always, he loved like fucking like rock and roll. So he'd play like old like ACDC concerts that he was at. And like it would be like the crazy crowd. And it was like, I remember him showing us like those crazy like rock performances. And that shit definitely inspired how we perform now, mm. for sure. Definitely like rock. That's dope. All right, let me see. I don't. Let's see if we have any questions. I think there's one more. I gotta find it. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, but shout out to Trippy Twins, guys. Follow Trippy Twins. We put their link to follow them in the description of the video and the link to follow the store. Please follow both those links. And let me load up this question, this last question. I got I got to tell a story too one time. Oh yeah. <laughs> but the first time we met was was back you did a pop-up 
it was a time when uh, Myth was performing. It was like down by like Crystal Bay or something. And you had did a pop up there. I don't even know what year that was, bro. But that just goes to show like how long you've been doing it too. Yeah, we, I yeah, I've I've met you guys a long time ago, but briefly. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's it's really dope to reconnect and that you guys are doing your thing right. as well cuz a lot of people have come and gone in this in this type of industry. Definitely. We def I've definitely seen a lot of people come and go and and yeah, either just ride with it for a little bit and then just not see them uh, do anything. You've been, you've been doing it for a while, bro, and it's like people don't realize what a, that's why like we had our own brand before and that shit is so much more like in hard work than like we sell vintage now. It's way easier to sell stuff that's already made versus making your own stuff and producing it. It's fucking that shit is hard work, bro, and you really gotta stay consistent yeah. for a long time for that. Definitely so salute to you, bro. Yeah. Definitely oh, for th doing it as long as you do and then keep elevating and taking it to the next level. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you guys for real. <laughs> Uh, let me see. I'm trying to load up the last question. I don't know if it's working. It's like not another technical difficulty. It's part of oh, the good. it's part of the show. It's part of the what a function. All right, we got a couple more questions as the technical difficulties were happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people are asking more questions. Um, who is older? Yeah, I'm older by a minute. <laughs> well, by a whole minute. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, I don't know who asked that question. It doesn't come up. Uh, all right, next question is I think this is our last question possibly. What's your favorite piece? What's your guys' favorite pieces that you've ever found? I know it's a hard one. <laughs> um that I found like some rough rider stuff. I got like a DMXT, a rough rider's vest. Stuff like that is like that shit that shit hits different when you're from like the 914. So I'll say anything like that. Yeah. Um Trying to think of something specific. Um, I got like a cool Princess Diana shirt. Like that's a pretty cool one. Um, and like if I ever find stuff that I had when I was a kid, I always like like a I found like a box like Michael Jordan cologne like still in the box. I used to have that. And I was a big Michael Jordan fan. So like anytime I find something I used to have when I was a kid, like I had like like a basketball that I remember having as a kid. Like just random shit like that. It always like sticks with me. That's dope. All right. I think that was the last question. For, I want to give a huge shout out to everyone who watched this live. Um, really, really appreciate everybody who asked the question. Shout out to everybody tuning in. Everybody who asked the question. And um, make sure you follow the store. And actually, you know, go to the store if you're local in the area. Why don't you tell them, like, what's the, you guys have any sneak peeks or future plans or something that you could, like, drop on them about, like, upcoming for you guys or the store or anything in general? um i'll say right now thursday we got the pop-up thursday with our little homie mason you know what i'm saying uh his first uh debut at his clothing line like pieces that he made so definitely if, if anybody's around we want them to come out and see that show some love to somebody that's coming up that's dope. Yeah, definitely new music coming too soon hell yeah all right dope dope uh and where is the store so for people who watching or listening, so we located 105 South Division, We're directly above the PCO Coffee House, right on top of it. 
Dope, dope. And Grizz is dropping your links to your guys' music. And Shout out to Grizz. Appreciate you, bro. And um, your links. So everyone in the chat, hit hit the follow button and listen to some music while we head out of here. Uh, so I just want to give a huge shout out to Trippy Twins. Thank you, both yeah, you guys. Seriously. Time, bro. Appreciate you. Really, really appreciate it. Um, it's dope. I hope people got hyped up. Hope people got inspired. I got inspired. So hopefully everybody else does watching this and listening. Thank you, bro. Um, so and thank you to everyone who watches live really really appreciate you guys and guys stay tuned for the next hype it up show and we'll catch you guys on the next one everyone hit that like button and drop a comment when it ends all right peace guys thank you so much peace.